the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the program. It is Thursday. That means it's the date day edition of the program, your favorite day. Paula is live in studio. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And this is the Word to Stand On for Life, a program dedicated to taking your phone calls, answering your Bible questions, questions about stuff going on in your life, anything and everything. All we need you to do is to provide the phone call. You can dial 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And if you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the call now banner at the top of the screen and you will be connected directly to our studio producer. Paula, welcome to the show today. Thank you. We had a good morning and now a little bit of bad news. So we we want to ask for prayer out there, and then um, then we'll get into the program. Um, uh, we we would appreciate all of your prayers for Pastor David Gillian. Um, he's a, a, a Calvary Chapel pastor. We that came out of our church. We planted his Cowboy Church mm-hmm. uh, in Stockdale, Texas. We love David and Rosemary with all of our heart. David, uh, I'd ask you to pray. Had open heart surgery yesterday. Triple bypass surgery. And, and he's struggling. He's struggling with uh, uh, getting enough air. They're putting him on a ventilator today, and, and he is uncomfortable. And we would just ask Christians listening to the program, we know that you pray, but just pray for David and Rosemary and pray that David would uh, come through this okay and, and that he would get some relief, mm-hmm. get some relief. So they're going to put him under to put the, the ventilator in, is as I understand what you read to me. Mm-hmm. So please keep them in your prayer. They are our friends and uh, we love them um just hate to see other people going through this stuff i'd rather go through this stuff than see other people going through this stuff i know that's just crazy so these are our friends our kids <clears throat> kind of thing you know the people that uh they've dave, been around for dave, dave and rosemary came to our church well over 20 years ago yeah and um, um watched him get the call of God to be a pastor, and mm-hmm. he's doing a neat work in Stockdale, which is a small place, mm-hmm. uh, and David fits it perfectly. He's a cowboy at heart, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he and Rosemary, this is this is not a, a, an easy thing for him, so again, we would just ask you to pray. But we had a good morning. We got to spend some time with uh, Dana and Flora and the kids, mm-hmm. and, and uh, had them over the house, and we took them to breakfast, and they're on their way out of town again, yeah, yeah. but it, that's a, a family that's been in our church for a long time, but they've been in in Germany, Germany now for like three years. Yeah. Um, hardest thing about being a pastor is falling in love with people and then seeing them go. You know, know. God takes them different places, yeah. and in this case, the Air Force and took them different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got to spend some time with them today, and it was absolutely wonderful. It was so funny when we came out of the restaurant because the weather today was perfect. Yeah. I mean, it was 76. Yeah. The sun was high in the air. Mm-hmm. And they were being explained to us, they don't see sun in Germany. Yeah. 
You know, it's very, very yeah, rare. Very rare that yeah. they're signed in Germany. Mm-hmm. And so we came out, and their kids, which are 10, 8, and 6. Yes. Luke two girls. Nikoya yeah. is 8, and Alana is 6. Yeah. And they came out, and the son was there. And the restaurant where we go to, there's this, uh, like, fake grass mm-hmm. in the entryway. Yeah. And it's just really nice and neat. Yeah. And those kids just... Fell out. They lay down. Lay down there. on the grass yeah. on their backs, just like that. And they didn't want to go. No. Just the sun was was. Uh, um, so was, I explained to him that big thing in the sky. That's the sun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but it was nice with a nice time. With it them. was cute because in all their little colorings, you know, it was all blue sky, yellow sun. Like <laughs> we remember. <laughs> this really does happen. And so it was. It was really a good time. Yeah. I, we miss you guys because I think you're, you should be listening. If you're not listening, you can catch it in the archive. I'll text you later. Just ask you if you are listening. So they uh, may they may they left what a couple hours. They may be out of the out of the range well, of the radio station now. Dallas? No, yeah, they should Dal- not hear us. No, Dallas is out. Is uh, it? Yeah, okay. we go south. Okay. The, the KSR signal goes south, but okay. but we'll see. Internet, cell phone, anyway. internet. Okay, they should, yeah, hopefully they get it. So we love you, we miss you, and, um, you know, there's some people that when you first meet them, it's like the Lord says, this one's going to have a piece of your heart forever. Yeah. Yep. And that's, Why does it seem that those are always the ones that he takes away? So we'll be more excited when we get to heaven. Okay. That, well, maybe that's it. I don't that's know. a good or, answer. Or when we see each other, it's like we, it, we just pick up where we left off. You know, I remember going to their house, and, and Dana, the husband, is the cook. And whew, he kind of reminds me of our, our Yugoslavian Maka, uh, Macedonian family, where he don't know how to not cook everything. Yeah. You know, did you leave anything in the freezer? You know, he's just so wanting to make everybody comfortable and meet all their tastes that he just cooked up everything. So it was it was really a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our, our producer saying absences make the heart grow fonder. Yeah, that or mad, like y'all need to move back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you said that several times today. A too. lot of times, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Come to find out it's Flora holding up the whole show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Paula, what's on your heart today? Well, you know, um, you rejoice with, with, with those who rejoice and you mourn with those who mourn and and so we do that so it's it's been a lot of that going on and people keep calling me because you know we're getting ready for our women's retreat and i mean i've had phone calls and texts saying is it time yet (laughs) 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 it's time for our break you know our date with jesus and uh, because the you know this this season has been really tough a whole lot of family and friends have gone on to be with Jesus and just the weirdest, quickest times, strangest ways. And it's been kind of, it's been like hard hitting, you know? Um, in some cases we're kind of halfway like jealous cause they're already with Jesus. Um, but at the same time, it, it really hurts a lot. And so, um, we're praying for all of you who have lost loved ones recently. And it's just, it's painful, but you know, we, we're warning with you. Yeah, and I, I think for me, Paula, uh, the, the hardest thing is we're dealing with sort of the, 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 the families of those who have lost somebody. Um, you know, we, we're watching them hurt because moms and dads have gone to heaven. Um, a lot of people are dying. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's, if you're around long enough, you see these kinds of things, and yeah. things go in cycles, sort yeah. of. So yeah. watching the people that we care about uh, hurting. That's just the worst. So, yeah. I was the one who used to pray. 30 people, that's all we need to know. That's all we need to have at our church, Lord. I and then when he got to 100, I was like, okay, now really, that's enough. <laughs> but, no, I, we love people. We're, we pray for them. We're a part of their family. They make us a part of theirs. Um, and so we, we grieve with you all. So what, I went home, and I was going to try to, you know, I've been asking the Lord, okay, what do you want to talk about all this week? I've got nothing. You know? And so when I went home, you told me when I got out of the car, I you told you. should play Jeopardy music over and over da, and over. Da, yeah. Da, da. yeah. And so uh, when I went home to just think and pray about this, then I got a call from my sister-in-law. Um, so that took 30 minutes. I was like, okay, 
I'm looking at the clock, trying to be all polite and stuff. I got a radio program I got to do in a few minutes, so I got to go. But anyway, it was it was nice. But um, I'm looking at Philippians two. Remember, we were going to talk about um, humility, and, and we need to remember always to walk in humility. But it, in Philippians two. It says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, and we could stop right there, encouragement, you know. Do you have any encouragement of being united with Christ? Um, you know, when we wake up every morning, it's like, okay, Lord, what about me? What about today? And so he knows the what about me, what about today? And in a lot of times, that's going to take some courage to, okay, go on over there, talk to that person, go on over there, you know, and or... Um, those who are struggling with anything, or maybe they've heard from the Lord about doing something, but they're really, really scared. And you can say, because this is kind of my, my gift, if he said you could do it, he's going to enable you to be successful. Um, I do need to say, listening to the radio this week and hearing Ruben from Seguin, over these many years of you encouraging him to come away from the bad teaching that he was getting, and get into God's Word and just be with Jesus. He's been encouraging, I'm sure, a whole lot of people um, because he's taking, taking, taking the advice or the counsel and put it into practice. And now he's saying stuff like, that's not right, is Pastor Ron? <laughs> you know, because discernment has come because he's been in the Word and he's been very encouraging, even though he's been you know, still suffering with his health stuff, he's he's using all of that to encourage many others not to give up the fight. So, yeah. you know, it's a good topic to talk about someday, Paul. We ought to think about that and put it together. The gift of affliction, it's the gift that nobody wants, mm-hmm. um, and yet God gives it to those people like Reuben, who has suffered so much. Physically, mm-hmm. he suffered so much physically, mm-hmm. and because of the church background that he had, he just wasn't equipped to deal with the affliction that came. Mm-hmm. And yet, in the process of these last several years that he's been listening to and calling the radio show, um, um, God has been equipping him, and you can see a completely different man emerging. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man with hope instead of a man who's frantic. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's been wonderful to, to, to watch that growth. Mm-hmm. And though he's not a member, we don't have membership, but though we don't, we've never even met him, I feel like if he does show up, when he does show up, we're already going to know him and he's going to just fit right in. We're going to be comfortable with him and hopefully he'll be comfortable with us. So he's family. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but encouragement from being united with Christ, um, even in those afflictions, like you're talking about, we're talking about. Um, I know so many are our Judy, who used to be here. She was in pain 24/7, and yet the joy of the Lord is what not only sustained her but inspired her to be who she was and. I'm, I don't know why I'm the, well, I, I know why I'm talking about the afflictions because so many of our people have had afflictions and now they're with Jesus and they're not, not worried about that anymore. But I, I kind of like, I had another friend today who, she lost a family member just today. So, um, so it's just right on the tip of my tongue. Um, but any encouragement from being united with Christ, you know, that's why this, even our women's retreat theme of Occupy and your many teachings, I think, in every book uh, lately has been be about God's business. Tell people about Jesus. We're in the last minutes of the last days. And so let's let's get be about it, you know. And so and it's really fun being a Christian, though, though you can hear the pain in my throat, in my heart from, you know, people losing people. But most of them are losing those people to heaven, and they had a part um, in their lives. You know, maybe they were the ones who told them about Jesus. They certainly were the ones who showed them about Jesus by the way they lived their life. Um, And so um, that's 
that's the encouraging part in a, in a lot of a lot of my my friends' lives. So, um, if you are united with Christ, all your sins have been forgiven. I've been kind of camped out in, and I didn't read it today, but Psalm one hundred three, where that's why I was reading it this morning, but I didn't bring it here today. Um, walking around, uh, walking around the house, my, doing my laps inside my house. Uh, uh, the first one is he forgives all our sins. That's just something to be encouraged about right from the beginning in Psalm 103. So if anybody needs encouragement, if you're a believer, all your sins have been forgiven. If you're truly a believer, all your sins have been forgiven. So we need to live like we're forgiven um, so that the world could see. You know, when when others, or even when the devil comes and says, oh, you know how you used to be. Yep, I do. I know how I used to be, but you know what? I'm not that same girl now. Oh, girl, listen to me. <laughs> I'm encouraged, huh? I'm encouraged. I'm a girl. No, but um, forgives all our sins, heals all your diseases. You know, and I talk about healing all our diseases because, like, 69, I'm 69. So, so far, I'm healed of all of them, but there's going to come one. <laughs> there's going to come one that says, okay, this is the one that's going to take you, bring you to me. But he, re- he redeems our life from the pit. Man, was my life in a pit. And I can remember all just the the, ugh, the depression and the, the pain and the, the pointlessness. It's like, really? Just go to bed, wake up, do this all over again. But now I have a life. That has meaning and purpose, and we were as we were. Um, you were snuggling me, Pastor Ron. Actually, before you go on, verse five in Psalm one three says, "He satisfies your desires with good things, so that uh-huh. your youth is renewed, like, the, like eagles. the eagles." Yeah, absolutely. So while we were talking about you know the kind of marriage that we have, you know, He redeems our life from the pit because some people remember, you know, and you've been looking at. Um, our journals, our journals. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, because, you know, I was thinking, Lord, bring me the Christian, kill this one, and bring me the Christian man you had for me all along. That was a life in the pit. But the Lord says, no, no, no. I have crowned you with love and compassion, and I love this man. And then he, I said, well, okay, then make him love me just one-third of as much as I love him. And he said, well, I, I could do better than that. So he satisfied my desires with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. And so I think part of my, um, part of my, um, what we call it, youthfulness, my renewed youth, like the eagles. If, if I said my youthfulness, lightning would strike. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I am much younger than you, so yeah, yeah. that was that is kind of true. But the marriage that we have now, you know, and I have I have quite a few ladies who, you know, they want to sit with me and talk with me. And how do you how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you have a marriage like yours? You know, we really do, we really do like each other. You know, and and I can't imagine my life without you. And One of us is fun. Well, you could catch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, you're okay. And when, you're so you're so funny though. When you do say something funny and other people laugh, including me, you're like, "What I do? What I say? <laughs> what I do? What I say? You don't even know when you are funny." So, but yeah, no, I, I like the life that we have, and uh, yeah. So, take care of yourself, Pastor. Ron. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he satisfies our desires with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. You know, we're talking about um, the Lord, and he doesn't forget, you know. Um, We're talking about the house today, and and, and the people, well, Dana and Flora were talking about the many prayer requests on their, for this trip that they were able to take. And they wrote them all down, and they include their kids in it. Good advice for all you parents. Let your kids be in on the prayers that you pray, their prayers as well, and then be sure to document the 
the results. So you got praise request, praise reports, and your kids can um, participate in that. I thought, yeah, but, so but, cool. But, but it's, it's even better than that. It's in real time. It's it's like as as the prayers are being answered, they're writing them down, and together as a family, they're remember, remembering them. Yes. So it's not something that they're going to do two weeks from now, mm-hmm. or 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 further out. Mm-hmm. But it just as as a prayer gets answered, they sit down together as a family, all five of them, mm-hmm. and and they just think, "Do you remember when we prayed this? Well, God answered this prayer with this," mm-hmm. and it gives the family with the kids a chance to sit down together. And and praise the Lord for mm-hmm. his faithfulness mm-hmm. and for his goodness. And while that may sound just a little hokey, that's exactly what the Psalms are full of. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's easy for us to look back in the past and see God's faithfulness. And we can look forward and hope that God's going to be faithful. But it's in the middle of the trial that you're in now. That's when we most need to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. And that's what, with, with our prayer journals and what you keep exhorting us to do is, remember how many times the Lord has come through. And that's every time, even though maybe his timing is not the way we would desire it. And so that's what I was talking about, too. Um, The house that we moved into, I wanted to live there for 12 years on that street. The Lord didn't forget, you know. He didn't forget that I wanted you to love me at least one-third. He says, I got better than that. He didn't forget he didn't forget that um, you wanted to teach people how to read and write. He didn't forget we got a free school. He didn't forget that you didn't know how to go to a doctor. I mean, you know how to go to a doctor, but once you get there, they're farming you out here and there and here and there. He didn't forget. And, you know, you want to be unusually kind. <laughs> you know, one of the things that Flora said today in our, when she was talking, she said, Pastor Ron... And she's from Africa. Mm-hmm. And so she's got this delightful accent and this beautiful smile. And she said, Pastor Ron, I remember it was like nine years ago or so or more when, when you came back and you had a vision for a free restaurant. And now it's going to happen. Uh-huh. And, you know, those are the things we filed that away a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Just just getting through what we were going through was yeah. enough. But, but God is always at work in the background. And... Um, we might forget something, but he never does. He brings it to life at just the right time. Yeah. He's, he's what do you say? He has a bad memory when it comes to remembering our sins. You know, he throws them as, into the sea as far as he said with uh, and But with all those other prayer requests that he wants to answer, he don't forget them. He didn't forget them at all. So this, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a, a youthful, renewed, like eagles pose, Pastor Ron. <laughs> I can't wait. That's why I wait. I said this morning. I wonder what the Lord's going to do today. I mean, we woke up. There's something, you know. And so we got to spend time with Dana and Flora and the kids and Gary, the the grandpapa of those three kids. It was a good time. It was a good time. We have a good life, Pastor Ron. So encouragement from being united with Christ. Um, you know, we get to walk with him each and every day. He's leading and guiding us if we will pay attention. Um, and so after after this radio program, we're going to go get something to eat. We might have a, a divine appointment, Pastor Ron. I'm ready. <laughs> Paula, we, we're in, in about two minutes before the end of the program, or before the end of the, this half of the program. So um, hold what you've got for the other half of the program. Um, once you remind the ladies in the audience about the, the, the retreat? retreat, when it is, and what's going on. Okay. Um, yes, our women's retreat is March 3rd. It's a Thursday um, evening until Saturday morning at noon on Mar- March 5th. And if you go to sign up, it might say that it's full, but we um, we are full for the chateau and the lodges but we have plenty of bunks and we're using all the bottom bunks and they're pretty nice actually and so you are free to sign up um let me know right away Um, and i did order a few extra t-shirts but probably not as many as those who will still sign up so i can't help you much there but please the theme is occupy where we all need to learn how we can be about the lord's business we all have different gifts. 
Um, but we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. And, and we want the very last one to hurry up and get saved so we can <laughs> Jesus come back and take us to be with us, be with him where he is. So they can sign up on, you can sign up online at um, calvarysa.com. And, and, and people are a little reticent because they don't know others, but what would they expect when they get there? Oh, my goodness. They're going to expect um, so many extremely friendly ladies who they at one time came to a retreat for their very first time. So they'll totally understand your uh, maybe a little hesitancy about, I don't know anybody, but that'll last about two seconds. <laughs> I would say drop your guard, trust Jesus, yeah. and just pray. Perfectly consider if this is something that the Lord wants you to do. Yeah. I opened the mail today and we had some checks from Fredericksburg and some other places. Oh, yeah. People are coming. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's it, uh, right now it's time for a retreat. It when is you get time. away, be with Jesus. It's a date day with Jesus. Well, we've got 30 minutes left in our program. It's a date day edition of the show. Paula is here, 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. We'd love your calls. Anything that's on your heart you'd like to talk about, you've got 30 minutes. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't have time to call into the Word to Stand On for Life? No problem. If you've got questions, you can email them to Pastor Ron at PastorRonKSLR at gmail.com. That's PastorRonKSLR at gmail.com. back to the word to stand on for life we're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR now here's pastor ron arbaugh welcome back to the program it's the date day edition of the word to stand on for life i'm pastor ron arbaugh beautiful paula is live in studio with us and we would love your phone calls and questions i was just told by our research department that today is the day that the greatest rock and roll song in the history of the world uh, was produced, Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. I used to have that on my phone as my ringtone mm-hmm. because I thought, well, what's better than Good Vibrations? Because if you get a bad call, I need Good Vibrations. <laughs> well, now I've matured as a pastor. Mm-hmm. So now my ringtone is Don't Worry Baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So when somebody calls me, I have to remember, oh, oh, don't don't, don't worry, because you look at your phone. Who's calling? What is it? So yeah, do don't you kind of get your like your shoulders up into your neck? Like what are they going to say? What are they going to say? What are they going to say? Yeah. yeah. My phone, my phone only rings in emergencies. Yeah. So when my phone rings, like, I had to be reminded. Don't worry, don't baby. Don't worry, baby. Jesus, I got you. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Aww. Let's go to Greg from Bolverde holding on line one. Greg, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hey, Pastor Ryan, uh, i got two questions, but I want to just first say that I so just enjoy hearing you and Paulo just talking and that stuff. It's, it's, cool, thank it's you. It's really cool to hear y'all. Yeah, it's great. Okay, uh, two things. Obviously, uh, God has allowed Joe Biden to be president right now. Uh, and I guess the question is, why do you think that's the case? Secondly... Uh, I was raised Catholic. I got saved back in 80, 84 at the age of 22. And I thought we'd be raptured, you know, long before now, mm-hmm. but we're still here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think with what's going on in the world and prophecy that we may see the rapture, be a part of the rapture before, um, you know, before our lifetime? I'm 60 years, I think, a little bit older than I am. You know, do you think that's that's something that's, a, you know, a reality that's worth that close? Yeah, Greg, I really do. And, and you know, I, I don't want to be an alarmist, and I'm not one of these guys that day, names times or dates. Um, uh, so I, I'm always careful not to be misunderstood. But uh, I have lived every day of my Christian life as though Jesus could come today. Uh, I think that's the healthy expectation. I've said many times on this show that uh, I believe it is the, the, the source of power behind the first century church. 
um, they, they were so committed. I, I, with all of my heart, I believe they looked at the eastern sky uh, every morning, and, and and their first thought was today could be the day, and and that that motivated them to be about the Lord's business. So, um, as we've grown and as the Lord has delayed His coming, um, I, I found it is healthier for us rather to. Uh, get up every day expecting that this could be the day could come, and rather than being disappointed that he didn't, be grateful that there's just another day of work. Mm. And um, I want the Lord. He says, when, when the Son of Man comes back, will he find faith on the earth? And I think the overwhelming answer is no. I, I don't want him when he looks at Universal City, Texas, and my little corner, Paula's little corner. I don't I want him to say, yeah, there's faith. They're really expecting me to come. Mm-hmm. And and the soon return of Jesus is is probably better understood as the sudden return of Jesus. Um, rather than putting it in a time frame, um, it, it, it'll happen with such suddenness and, and people will, will wonder, why, why aren't I ready? And um, so, so I think it's a, a really fine line. I, I've known a lot of people that have gotten rapture weary over the years and they've just sort of given up and they've lost hope. And the one thing we can't do, Greg, is lose hope. Jesus is coming, and that is our great hope. Peter calls being with Jesus the goal of our salvation. But what I want to do is I want to take the Apostle Paul's counsel, and because the days are short, redeem the time, making the most of every opportunity. And then what happens is, in the the process of serving the Lord, what happens, the power of the Holy Spirit is poured out over you, and you have a life of great joy. Um, so I wake up tomorrow thinking, today could be the day you're coming, Lord. But knowing for sure that today is the day that the Lord can use me if I make myself available to him. And I think that's the only way really, Greg, to reconcile those two things. And again, I, I, I really want people to be on guard against rapture weariness. The rapture is not an escape. Uh, we think of the rapture as escape from all the pain in the world, all the trouble in the world. The rapture is a reward. And we need to remember that the blessed hope, the rapture is a reward. And the reward is for occupying until he comes. And I think it's a very important distinction to make as we think about end times. Regarding the other question, um, God has allowed Joe Biden to be president. Um, I, I think we have... Um, a wrong idea about that. Um, you know, I get calls on this program when Donald Trump was was uh, the president. I, I, people get mad at me when I would suggest that Donald, Pump, Donald Trump needed Jesus. <laughs> well, no, God chose him. He's God's man. And I've seen so many people get way out of balance um, and they're theology. You know, God voted for, for, for Donald Trump, and that's obvious because he's president. And we don't understand that. Uh, we get, and Greg, this is this is what Joe Biden represents, I believe it is also what Donald Trump represented. And I realize most Christians are going to fall, at least Christians listening to this program, are going to fall on the conservative end of the political scale. Donald Trump, Donald Trump was not a unifier. Donald Trump was not a man of peace. He was not a man who was interested in reconciling. He, Donald Trump was a man that was, was concerned only with his own goals, his own agenda. You know, Paula read uh, Philippians chapter 2, um, where, where Paul says we shouldn't look out for our own interests, but for the interests of others. That didn't describe Donald Trump. And I think what we've seen, and it didn't start with Trump, doesn't start with Biden, it started um, long before that. Um, but, but we've got these men who have been in office who have been dividers, um, our our country is more divided racially now than it's ever been in, in a time when we should be celebrating the advancements of, of uh, equality in our country. Our country is instead more divided than ever before. And here's, I think, the principle, Greg. We get the leadership we deserve. If you read... My, my, we voted. Yep. My personal, my personal reading uh, for the last... A month or so has been First Kings, and now I'm into Second Kings. I'm almost done with Second Kings, and over and over and over, you get these bad kings. Um, a few who say did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but but most of them were terrible kings, both for Israel and for Judah. And 
uh, what you end up finding is that God is giving the people the leadership they deserve, and and they deserve bad leadership because we're 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 rebelling against God. I mean, think about our nation. How have we thanked God for the blessings that He's given us? We thank God uh, by by uh, taking homosexual marriage and applauding it, making it the law of the land, um, and now we're celebrating uh, transgenderism. Um, you know, people who, who have rejected the way they were born in the image of God and want to do what they want to do. And, and we're applauding them. Romans says, not, Romans 1 says, um, not only do we do such things, but we applaud those who, who do likewise. And uh, in a nation, Greg, that has turned from God, and our nation has not been a Christian nation ever, ever, in a nation that's turned away from God, God has now walked away from us as, as a country. We have turned our back on Israel. The, the one thing that I think personally was our primary mission uh, in the world. The reason that God blessed us was because we were Israel's protector. We were the power that enabled them to come back to their homeland in 1948. We have been the world power that has uh, uh, supported Israel in their wars to get to the place where where uh, Israel could, could take care of itself. Um, we're the nation that allowed uh, Israel to move their capital to Jerusalem. All those are good things, but the way we thank God for his faithfulness is to turn away from God, and we live uh, in Corinth. You know, Greg, it wasn't too long ago I was teaching in 1 Corinthians. Um, in fact, that's the series that's on the radio in this station, other radio stations throughout the country uh, right now. Um, in, in First Corinthians, when I started, um, I quoted Ray Stedman, who said uh, when he taught uh, uh, First Corinthians, he called it First Californians. Mm-hmm. Well, I called it First San Antonians mm-hmm. because we are the the wicked people walking in darkness, pretending we're okay, pretending we're following God. And the the president we've got is a reflection of the leadership we deserve. And I think churches have played a big role in this. I think we, we've lost our way. Instead of being focused on politics, we ought to be focused on Jesus. Instead of teaching that the kingdom of God is at hand, um, we're, we're looking for the kingdom of God here on earth, here in the United States. And I just think we've lost our way, Greg, and all of these are signs of the last days. And uh, I can bring this full circle to your second question. Yeah, I think Jesus is coming soon. I'm 70 years old, Greg, and I think I'll see Jesus return in my lifetime. But if I don't, I won't be disappointed when I go to be with him. I just want him to say, you know what? You tried hard. Your heart was right. That's what I want him to say. Mm. Greg, thank you for the question. And Paul, sorry for taking so much time with it. But No, that was, a very, that was very good. Thank you, Greg, for calling in. And thank you for um, saying you like hearing us talk. That's what the people, that's, I, I, we had a new family last night. And it, it was Jesse and his wife, Mona. And uh, they're girls. And, you know, when people come in, they already act like they know you, you know. I've been listening to your voice. I'm like, oh, man, okay. Comedic. Uh, I'm the comedy one, comedy relief on the show. Like, oh, no, we like hearing you talk. So thank you, Greg. We like hearing us talk to you. I, when we were younger, you know, Pastor Ron was so busy, you know. And you, somehow you guys, you know, you come home from work and you just want to, not talk at all. You could have been talking all day to all those other people. Okay, we're jerks. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You've been working and talking all day to other people. You probably, well, unfortunately, you don't drive because maybe you should drive around the block a couple of times, you know, and, 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 and reboot with, with Jesus because your first ministry is really the one after Jesus is at home. Um, and so, well, you know, the ladies, they want to know how your day was and the kids want to, Daddy, Daddy, show you, your, you know, what they did and stuff. And you guys are kind of, you know, I've been with people all day. <laughs> Can y'all just get out of my face kind of thing? But that's that's quite a bit different now, you know, um, and I'm I'm grateful. So, yeah, Greg, I like hearing us talk, too. So thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's encouragement right there, Greg. You did it. Thank you. So, yeah, you know, we're 
I'm thinking about this little church in the corner of a strip mall, Pastor Ron, and you make sure um, that everybody knows, you know, if the kids are running around or if, if the people look down and they look at the at the carpeting and it's not the most pristine, is that is that a good word? Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's there's Frankenstein uh, bolts in the walls in our sanctuary, you know, and, and partitions with what's behind those <laughs> in the corners. Um, we could say, you know, that's part of our free school. Yeah. Um, the kids, uh, that that carpeting there, a lot of in fact. And when I came into the to the studio here, your office slash studio, um, the kids were out there with weights and then their gym clothes and they're they're doing squats and you know, it's 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 everything. It's a cafeteria. It's classrooms. It's a it's there's PE. Um, it, yeah, so. In the sanctuary. So, yeah, the carpeting, we clean it what? They clean it like four or five times a year, right? All the time, baby. <laughs> First lunch period, it looks it's like over. it always did, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, this this building has really served us well. So we're I'm encouraged by it. Don't talk bad about my church. But anyway, we knew radio listeners keep coming in. I heard you talking about the numbers of people, um, and I really was feeling bad for the, the person who called yesterday talking about their church has been closed for two years, and now people, you know, are... That's just tragic. Yeah, not really coming back. But, yeah, I think you're right, because, you know, you keep telling people, uh, we don't have enough room for you, but they seem to be fitting in, in. anyway. But um, about 30, let me see, I, I wrote a whole lot of names, you know, the last couple of times. Kurt and Dalee, Nancy, Will, Roger, June, Margaret, Angelica, Victor, Vincent... You know, that was on February 6th. And every Sunday, I write as many names down as the people I meet, but I don't get to get to all of them. But yeah, the fact that churches have been closed this whole time. We have some signs in our neighborhood where they say, um, you know, they're very concerned about us uh, and their church is closed, but we're at home praying for you. Okay. But what's that doing for you? as far as being obedient to um, Hebrews 10.25, where it says, do not forsake the assembling together the saints as some are in the habit of doing. And so your yard looks really nice because you've been working out and working in your yard on Sundays instead of going to church. That's kind of judgmental, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably didn't need to go there. <laughs> yeah, probably didn't. Uh, but what about the nourishment and the yard work of your heart? Um, and so, anyway, I felt really bad for that 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 gentleman and uh yeah you know a, a christian um we can't think in terms of just what's good for us it's good for us to be with the saints for sure yeah, yeah. but we've got to give out what's what what god gives in yeah um otherwise it just stagnates and and uh, the the christian life is never fruitful until we're ministering to others um, you know, we've got so many people here with the bumper stickers, others. Mm-hmm. When, when Gail Irwin mm-hmm. was here, he passed a, a billion of those out. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we want to follow Jesus, uh, we got to remember he was the only truly other-centered person who's ever walked the face of the earth. If we want to be like him, we got to stop looking in and start looking out. Mm-hmm. And the benefit of that, Paula, is when you start looking out, and how can I be a blessing to other people? Uh, then you get blessed. That's just the way God is. He He can't help himself. Uh, but when you start out with, okay, I need to be blessed, mm-hmm. we miss the point. Our consumer culture, uh, people will say to us all the time, well, we're church shopping. And, 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 and there's just an arrogance, a selfishness there that completely belies the, the nature and the intent of Jesus. So our focus should be Lord, where can I go to be a blessing to the people for whom you died? And if that's our focus, then we're beginning to understand what Jesus' humility is all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about Jesus. What if he lived in the pandemic time and, and the kids wanted to come? No, no, you got to stay six feet back. You know, Jesus would say, suffer not the little kids to come unto me. And that's how I'm kind of feeling with the with all of this, you know. People, we have to ask, are, are you hugging, you know? 
and and people are like, yes, please. I've hugged some people, and they do not want me to let go. One lady says, I felt with Flora today. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't had a hug in so long. I'm like, what? Yeah, I I think we have to be cautious and ask people if it's okay. I know, but I'm just. But, but uh, you know, rather than just, hug, I'll start to hug somebody because it's a natural instinct. Yeah. And then I'll stop just start say, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. And that's when they say yes. And they go, mm-hmm. but, but that's, that's what the body does. And it's, it's, I'm not hugging for me, although I'm being, being blessed. Yeah. I'm doing it for the people. Yeah. I want them to understand that we're not afraid of them. Yeah. Um, th- this whole nonsense uh, that we've been going through now for two years. And I realize the pandemic is real and, and there's all kinds of tragedy and people dying. I understand, but we who serve the Lord are supposed to be dead already. Yeah. And we're dead to ourselves. And I can't imagine a greater reward than sacrificing uh, me for somebody else if, if, if that's God's plan. Yeah. Um, but the point is, there's strength in his body. There's yeah. strength in fellowship. Yeah. And nobody has to go through stuff alone. Nobody has to go through stuff alone. That's the key. I, there are so many people who are, you know, we, we pray for the lost, the hurting, the hungry, the broken, the needy, the confused, the fearful, and the angry. And like I was telling you this morning, they are all here. <laughs> they are all, they've all showed, shown up at Calvary Chapel, San Antonio. You see, the lost get found. Yep. The hurting get well. Yep. The hungry get fed, mm-hmm. and the confused, and the needy, the needy, the we, broken. Yeah, we we can meet some of their needs, but we lead them to the one who can meet all of their needs. That my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We can help you. We were needy too. We were we were the lost, the hurting, the hungry, broken, needy. I'm still confused <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> um, fearful a lot. Um, I have to fight the anger. Um, but we're all a, a mix of it all. But if we stay home, we don't get to be encouraged. We don't get to find any comfort because there's no fellowship. There's no tenderness, no compassion that we can find at home because when we isolate, and that's what's been happening to the people, when they're isolated, the enemy just pounds or he distracts. Either way, he's winning. He, he pounds you, um, or distracts you from the Bible. you got all these hobbies and other things. Then he distracts you until he can pound you. Yes. <laughs> you know, Paula, from the very beginning, God said it's not good for man to be alone. Yep. Now, man, that's mankind. It's yes. not just Adam. It's mm-hmm. mankind. Yeah. And it's still not good yeah. for a man or woman or to kids. be alone. And so many people, yeah. and uh, if I could make people listen to one thing, uh, you said earlier, nobody has to go through things alone, and yet people don't listen to that. And they stay to themselves, and they stay in a place where they're vulnerable to the attack of the enemy instead of of allowing the Spirit of God to flow through them and minister to others. Um, and, and Acts 5.32 says, God gives the Holy Spirit and power to those who obey. When we're doing what we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. for God's glory, not for our comfort, but for God's glory, yeah. then our lives are rich. Yeah. Beyond measure. Yeah. But I just, I, we don't think like that typically. Rather, we we have a tendency to think, well, I, I'm going to go and this person is going to meet my needs. And it just this doesn't happen that way. Yeah. I'm going to take this full circle all the way back to our women's retreat. The Lord has allowed Calvary Chapel San Antonio women to have their retreat every year. We've not missed because of COVID. It, we had our retreat right before the whole COVID thing started. Two years ago? 2020. Mm-hmm. And then last year, everything was open again. We were able to have our retreat this year again. And I want to say, so I'm so like pleased with the Lord, of course, but with the ladies, because every year we've had over 200 ladies, and they're not scared. There's like, we, we need this time okay, Paula, to be we're, built we're, up. We're now about two and a half minutes left. Okay. So what would you say to the, to the lady who is scared without making them feel guilty or bad mm-hmm. or, or something? You know, the, the idea, if, 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 if somebody's afraid, we want them to overcome that. Yeah. And a whole bunch of the ladies, not the first year because we didn't know about 
COVID yet. We we found out that weekend. Um, but this last year, we were all kind of afraid, and yet we're. It was one of those where, look, we can either. We didn't have it until May. We didn't get to have it in March. We had to wait till May. Uh, but yeah, I was even afraid. Like, what's going to happen? I don't want to be responsible for making somebody sick or you know all those things. And yet, the Lord has us. And so, if you are afraid. Bring your mask, wear your mask, um, wear gloves if you need to, whatever. Um, you can stay away from people. We're outside a lot. Um, but don't feel bad because there's a whole lot of other ladies who are going to be afraid. Um, but they've, they've read the word and the Lord says, don't be anxious about anything, honey. But by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your request known to me. And I can hear him say, I hear you. I see you. Like you said earlier, I've got you. And so come and be around a, a bunch of other like kind of scaredy cats who just resolved, like, I am not going to let this keep me from uh, my date with Jesus. Yeah, but Paula, that's what faith is for, to, to get through those things you're anxious about. Yeah. Um, th- there's, there's no value in remaining anxious and missing out. Yeah. God says, hey, let's set that aside. Mm-hmm. Just walk with me. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a retreat or going to church, um, do what you know God wants you to do. Use yeah. the gifts that God has given you, yeah. and and He just changes things. He He makes things better. None of us protected from anything that happens in this world, but I will make sure each gets to the end of our race. Mm-hmm. If in fact uh, we'll simply follow Him. Yeah. Yeah. One minute. Consider it and pray um, about about coming out, lady. You won't regret it. Happy anniversary to Greg and Evangeline, 28 Woo-hoo! years. Well, there you go. Bless you guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Date Day edition of The Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh. I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630. Lord willing, we'll see you then. God bless you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.